Hey, you're listening to John Gregory Vincent here with the Surfacing Inclusive Leadership Podcast. This is leadership I learned the hard way during my 14 years on submarines. After a Gallup gig, working for the best human behavioral organization in the world, I was ready to launch my coaching, advising, and training company, The Submarine Way. So hey, let's cast off all lines because we're getting underway, The Submarine Way. Hey, we got something special going on this week because guess what? It's not me rambling and it's not me talking most of the time. It's someone who's really cool, great background, really fascinating guy. uh, And uh, I'm really excited uh, this week to have Derek Distafield with us. Uh, Derek, uh, much more eloquently than me, can tell you who he is. But as you know, we don't have guests too often, but I am really excited. Really our first external guest we've had since we started the podcast. So Derek, how are you, how you doing today, man? I'm great. Thanks for having me on, John. Really excited to be here. Uh, cool. Thank God he's actually there. You know, you always worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be an issue if I wasn't here. <laughs> uh, I, as, I, as I said, Derek, I, I think your background is so fascinating because you dip your, your, your toes in so many pools. Um, could you just, you know, whatever, a minute or two, it's not a timed evolution, but give people a taste for, for who Derek is and, and you know, kind of kind of where you come from, where you're going. Well, I've uh, been an entrepreneur since I was seven years old. My wow. first business was selling baseball cards on the side of the road. And <laughs> for, for those of you that uh, collected baseball cards, you would smile at the metaphor that my first analytics that I studied was Beckett, which was the magazine that told me how much my baseball cards were worth. But after high school, I didn't go to college, much to my parents' chagrin, and I moved to New York City. And I'll never forget what my dad said to me. He said, I recommend that you get some sales experience and start a company. Um, And I did both of those things. And In between high school and 26, I got some sales experience, started a couple companies, was lucky enough to have some exits. Um, And then after the last company was acquired, I wasn't really sure what I was going to do. But I did know that I hadn't served my country and I hadn't been to college. And this was the height of uh, 2006, George Bush not finding weapons of mass destruction. And I literally walked in an Armani suit uh, <laughs> and went from Armani to the army. And the recruiter looked at me like I was absolutely insane. He said, you're either a criminal or stupid. And we're going to find out which one it is because I don't think you can join. <laughs> and of course, I was neither of those. And I entered the army as a private got my degree while I was on active duty, deployed to Iraq, became an officer, uh, wound up commanding troops as a captain and um, doing all the good, the bad and the ugly things that the US Army offered and was glad I did it and glad I didn't do it anymore. And then I went back to working in technology companies, um, helped start an organization called Bunker Labs, which indoctrinated US military veterans into startups. Um, And then today, I am the co-founder and chief operating officer of GSD Venture Studios, 
which helps build and fund global companies. And we have a slogan that is hashtag go global. Cool. So that's my uh, Jackson Pollock, a bunch of things that stick on the canvas of what I've done. <laughs> Jackson Pollock. Hey, for my for my subscribers out there, yeah, Derek, Derek's Derek's a lot better read and, and a lot more worldly than me. I I couldn't pull off the Jackson Pollock. So Jackson um, Pollock is the guy that did the splatter paint. Don't you remember yeah. him? Oh, yeah. oh 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 okay okay very good all right. So it's the see what sticks analogy, but the. The bottom line is, is that I've been a part of zero dollar failures as an entrepreneur, two billion dollar exits, had hundreds of people um, working with me. Some of them have been phenomenal that I've learned from um, and some of them hopefully have learned from me and I'm excited to uh, talk to you and go down through it. Very cool. Very cool, man. Hey, let me ask you this, because, because um, you know, started as an, an enlisted guy, um, became, became an officer you, you, uh, and have done so much stuff before, so much stuff after. If, if, I, if, if I tapped you with this, with this question, just overall, Derek, what, what would you attribute sort of your success to? You know, Big Flick, not in any one of your ventures, but sort of like, I guess I'm asking for like a thread. Uh, uh, of uh, of what you think was you know really a core been a core to your success over the years, and quite frankly, you know maybe failures over whatever a couple you know the failures we all have. I mean the the cores to my successes have really been the people that I've been able to meet along the way mm. who have really helped me. Um, and that's everyone from, you know, my first boss in, in the in the army, Sergeant Giroux, that pulled me aside and made sure this 26-year-old private, you know, kept his mouth shut at the right times. Um, you know, that's my father that taught me to be an entrepreneur. That's, you know, Todd Connor, the CEO of Bunker Labs, Gary Fowler, my partner now. I mean, I would not be where I was today if I wasn't able to make the relationships mm. um, that I've had. Um, you know, I think the failures, uh, from me as an entrepreneur, a failure is just a learning experience. Yeah. Um, it's not like in the military where if you fail, you know, oftentimes it could be catastrophic and sometimes death is involved. But in, in business, failure is just a learning experience and part of being an entrepreneur, just like in baseball, one out of three times a 300 batting average, you know, yeah. you're doing pretty good. And so it's just not being scared to strike out. Yeah, I know. I think that I think that's so true, man. When when you said that, it made me think. I I, I left CBS Television and you know gig, and I'm moving up the food chain and all that stuff. Blah blah blah. And I went, you know what? I'm I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be like an international keynote speaker, man. I mean, I'm just I'm just so good at this, and and I'm just gonna blow it out of the water. Well, lo and behold, nobody cared. Uh, you know, one quick thing you asked you asked a phenomenal question because when I've inter and it's a question I always ask in an interview. Because you, when you wind up, especially at high levels and you're interviewing people, you're going to meet people that have been to Ivy League schools, that have had these great successes. And I just feel if they do not attribute some of their success 
to meeting people and other people on their team, those are not the people that I want to associate with. Yeah. No one gets into Harvard without someone helping them along the way. No one takes a company public without someone helping them on the way. No one becomes an admiral or a general without sailors and soldiers working for him doing great things. And if they don't have that self-awareness, those aren't the kind of people that I would associate with. So I really appreciated that question. Yeah, no, and I appreciate that because it, um, uh, you may or may not know. I think I think you probably know this because I know you sampled some of our stuff. But our definition of inclusion is is interdependent collaboration, and and that's just people doing what exactly what you talked about, which is anybody who thinks they get anywhere of, of any significance, and they was like, "Yep, I I did it myself." That's a dangerous statement, and because they're completely not self-aware, because they didn't do it by themselves. So that's that's a really cool point. Thanks for thanks for echoing that. I, I wanted to ask you a little bit more, Derek, about sort of your 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 leadership. Uh, I don't know. I'm always coming up for leadership brand, for lack of a better word. But we we have a course called Leadership. What's your brand? And, and we actually walk people through and give them some foundational work on how to essentially write like a, a like a personal mission statement of this is who I am. You know, I'm going to lead through the following principles. This is what I'm going to do when I interact with folks. I mean, it's just sort of a brief, brief capture and it's really powerful. We have about a three course lead up to this. So obviously, you don't have a three course lead up, but I don't think you need it. But um, if, you, if you sort of encapsulate it for folks, you know, we're known for that practical these are the two or three things, man, that have worked for me, or they've worked for me, but be careful. What would you What would you encapsulate sort of your leadership brand that you could share with the you know listeners or whatever you call people that do podcasts? Those guys, people listening now. Yeah, I know. I think it really starts with your own values, mm. and you know, I've done a lot of meditating around this, and this isn't something that is for everyone, but I do want to have the companies that I've impacted on my tombstone when I die. Mm, cool. And I am a legacy builder and I do see my legacy being built by the companies that I touch and interact with. Mm. And then the way that that manifests professionally is finding ways to lead with mission, vision and values. Mm -hmm. and being a very purpose-driven leader. Um, and then I think tactically or executionally, you know, that has to be carried out with um, some kind of demeanor that people want to follow. And for me, that's positivity. I think some people would use the word charisma, but I think ultimately speaking, business is hard. Um, and having somebody that is positive and seeing things from the best light possible are usually the ones that you want to follow. So starting with a legacy, mission, vision, values, and then having charisma and positivity as a leader would be, you know, my three things that, that I try to, um, follow and to use your words, brand around. Very, very cool. Give me, give me, uh, give me, you know, 30 seconds or whatever, not that we're running a stopwatch here, but give me 30 seconds on purpose driven, because I think a lot of people have different thoughts and I think yours would be really helpful for people. When you say purpose driven, give me a level, give me a level of detail down, Derek. What, 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 when, what's purpose driven to you? 
Well, I, I think, you know, understanding where you're heading, mm. um, understanding what you're going to do to take to get there. And then what are the traits that you're you're going to utilize as a company or as an organization to use there and, and to walk that talk? Um, you know, one of the best people in the world, and he doesn't get a lot of credit for this is, at doing this is Elon Musk. I mean, everybody knows the mission of Tesla, of SpaceX, and their large missions. I mean, I, I know some folks that work at Tesla and SpaceX, and, and they really do feel like they are much more than just rocket companies and car companies. And that comes from the top. And so when things get hard and you have that mission to fall back on, I think that's vital to keep everybody aligned and moving in the right direction. It also allows people to think for themselves and to come up with their own ways to accomplish the task because they know what the North Star is. Wow. And so if you have that North Star that we're trying to build an organization that is going to change the fabric of payments or medical or healthcare, and you know what that fabric is that you want it to be, you can have everyone in your organization working towards that goal and not necessarily have to micromanage them because nobody ultimately wants that if they're a top performer. Very cool. Very cool and very true. Very cool and very true. Let me, I could, I, I could, I could probably spend the next hour and a half with you, but everyone would uh, you hang up on a <laughs> podcast. What do you do with a podcast? I guess you just like stop listening or stop streaming or whatever. I should know all this stuff as a podcaster, but I don't really know any of the terminology. I think they would just click. Yeah. <laughs> next. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this, this is, this is, yeah, this is fascinating stuff. But let, let me, let me do this though, because I, I, um, I, I really, really dig in what you're doing now. If people want to get in touch with you, I mean, we're up to like 500 downloads a day and this thing is really blowing up here. And I want people to, to know more about Derek and we'll, we'll pass you around in our, I don't know, we have like 35,000 social media connects, but how do people get in touch with Derek? How do I get in touch with you? What's, what's the I mean, easiest I'm on. I'm on all social media platforms. I'm on Twitter, D Distonfield. I'm on LinkedIn, Derek Distonfield. Um, my email is accessible online, very easy okay. to find. And I will tell you that I am always available to connect with people and will help anyone all I can. Um, and if I can't do it, I'll find someone that can. Maybe I'll flip them back to you, John. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, interdependent collaboration, Derek, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, super. I, man, I got to tell you, as a, as a first guest, um, Deb, our president, Deb Portner, our president, did, uh, did a show as, as like a kickoff. But uh, other than that, um, we're really selective about who's coming on. And I couldn't be happier with the first guest we've had since the show um, launched, Derek. And I know you're a busy guy. And for you to take time out of your uh, schedule to spend it with us, I'm, I'm, I'm honored. So thank you. So, thank you so much. And uh, again, folks, um, I will post on this uh some of Derek's contact information. So it'll be down in the description. And thank you so much, brother. I really appreciate you being on today. Uh, take good care, keep doing good things, okay? Absolutely, thanks for having me on. Thanks, man.